Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Do you want to be able to switch cameras when live streaming? Maybe you want to display a presentation, a slideshow, videos, and much more on this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast and Amazon Live show. Marco Novo and myself, Christian Karasevich, we're going to be talking about some of the best live video switchers that you can use for live streaming from companies such as ATIM and Roland and Fuel World and many more. So, hey everyone, my name is Christian Karasevich. I'm the uh, founder of uh, Launch Your Live, where our goal is to help you improve your live streams, whether you're brand new, uh, an intermittent user, or an advanced user. You know, we want to help you. We want to make it easy for you to live stream. And so we like to, you know, talk about gear, equipment, tips, tools, all that sort of fun stuff that comes with live streaming. And so I'm going to go and bring on Marco, Marco uh, Novo, as I mentioned, uh, he's co-hosting with me on this episode. Uh, by the way, this is Launcher Live, launcher.live forward slash EP80 if you want to go there and you want to watch the actual uh, live stream. But Marco, it's great uh, having you back for episode 80 of the Launcher Live show. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. And let's talk about this topic, which I think it's important when you want at and we are listening all the time. Let's get to the next level. And this topic, it's really about the next level. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, so live video switchers, I mean, basically, there's a lot of options on the market, all sorts of budgets, right, Marco? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We, and also you can have some more uh, software based and others more uh, hardware based as well. Some yeah. that can be used in different and not just switching cameras, for instance, and those who are just for cameras. I think we have just <laughs> a broad yeah, uh, field of options. There's so many different switchers. And basically, let's just let's talk about what a live video switcher is. So a live video switcher is, uh, and by the way, I want to thank everybody who's tuning in, by the way, uh, NLTMW, thanks a lot for tuning in. Uh, NLTMW is watching over on uh, on uh, the YouTube channel there. Uh, but uh, if you're watching on Amazon Live, uh, do us a favor and let us know uh, in the comments uh, where you're tuning in from. Um, but, you know, one thing to, to know about video switchers basically is that, well, video switchers, uh, they, they can do a couple of different things. So for starters, uh, they can be a great way to switch between different scenes. So for example, if you are like, maybe you want to give somebody an overhead shot, you want to give them, you know, a front facing shot, maybe you got a different angle, maybe you have a close up. You have lots of options when it comes to live streaming. Uh, but here's the thing. A lot of people, they're trying to like, you know, they're trying to use one computer. They're trying to hook all this stuff up to it. Right. And so this is where the video switcher is super, super, super important and helpful for them. So Marco, uh, do you want to, anything else you want to add that I left out here? Well, I think sometimes, uh, and for instance, if you want to go also make kind of a living with live streaming and for instance, broadcast events or something, 
having a switcher could be something interesting as well. And also to make, for instance, and this, uh, if you want to make uh, to your business and you want to go, for instance, to the live shopping field, having different yeah. cameras, different angles could be, uh, in my opinion, a good option to show properly uh, your product, the details, how it works, how you can put things together. Okay, because for instance, that's one of the things I, I made when I started broadcasting on Amazon Live was to have uh, to, 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 to put the setup in a way that, for instance, if I can, if I want to show to do an unboxing, it's easy for me to have different cameras, different angles. And so I can show you better to people how things work, how things are. I think it's something that you should have in mind as well. Excellent point. Yeah. And I think the one thing I want to make sure we, we tell people is this, you do not need a video switcher. However, when you're putting together your own live video strategy on what your stream is going to be about, what you're going to be showing, you know, to your viewers, you want to consider having a live video switcher or a video switcher, uh, you know, as people call them as well. So, there are lots of examples of this, uh, lots, sorry, lots of examples. There are lots of major brands when it comes to video switchers. Um, one thing some people will do. So for example, uh, this stream, for example, uh, we're hosting it, we're, we're streaming it through StreamYard. And so the way, for example, like, for example, you can use StreamYard to broadcast. In this case, we're broadcasting over to our Amazon Live through StreamYard. But for example, one thing we can do is, if we have, for example, like a smartphone, something like this, we can take that smartphone and we can use this as a second camera. So for example, if it's in StreamYard, we could set up like right now, I could send myself the backstage link and I can switch uh, between my front facing camera and this other camera if I want to. Now, one thing to keep in mind, by the way, uh, is that you know if you are using, for example, a feature like that, one thing you're not going to get access to is, for example, on the backs of this, you see how these have all these cameras. You don't get the ability to zoom and to tap into these. You know, so it's like, so I can set up multiple cameras without using a physical switcher. However, they don't give me full access all the time to, you know, the cameras to be able to control the placements and the things like that. So, um, but it is that is an easy option if you just want to get started. Uh, we're going to drop a, a link to that, by the way. Um, in the, uh, we'll put that in the comments, uh, here, you know, here on the live stream actually. So if you do want to check that one out, you can go check that out, but that is a, a good first step if you want to actually do live streaming, um, and you don't necessarily want to buy the hardware. So, you know, you may already have a bunch of phones lying around. All you have to do is, uh, simply just, you know, you can plug them in and use them that way. So, so that's going to be your standard, you know, normal way to do some video switching, because when you have them then in, inside StreamYard, for example, they're going to actually be, and I, I think actually, you know what, Marco, let me do this. Let me actually bring up a second StreamYard dashboard, actually, and we'll show people how they can do this, right? And by the way, feel free to chime in uh, as, as we're going through here. So let me actually go into like this one, for example. Okay, so what I want to show you here is basically the way it's going to work. And so, okay, so I'm going to go and I'm going to share my screen here and I want to share this because I want to show you what it's going to look like. And this is going to be the backstage area. 
Okay. So this is essentially what it's going to look like. It's going to look just like this. Uh, so for example, I'm over here in another dashboard that I have. And so what would happen is, uh, for example, I'm here at the bottom. And then uh, in addition to this, you know, if I, if I gave myself the link, uh, I could come in as a separate window. And so I would essentially have one video feed here, and then I'd have a second one. And if I have another camera set up, so basically I'd send myself, there's a guest link I get, and I send myself those links. And then I can switch between these as different views during the live stream. So this allows me, you know, again, an easy way to do video switching. Isn't that right, Marco? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a good way. But uh, have in mind, and this is something yeah, sure. that could be could be a, a challenge or a problem uh, if you don't take care. It's easy to solve, but if you don't know it, uh, could be a, a problem is don't forget to mute the microphones yeah. Okay, on the other devices. Otherwise, they will bring all the sound and it will make a... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that feedback sound that could be really annoying. And we've got a lot of good comments, by the way, from people that are watching. Uh, so we've got somebody saying, I've done this. It just comes up as a guest on your phone. Yeah. So you can come in as a guest into the backstage area. And then now you can have multiple cameras you can switch between. So that's your first way you're going to switch. Now, Marco, I don't know. Do you happen to have the, um, do you happen to have any of the live video switchers queued up? Maybe we can talk about. Okay. We can talk. And I think. If you don't mind, <laughs> yeah, sure. we'd love to talk, talk. a little bit about the, the Stream Deck for me. It's sure. Uh, let's talk about the Stream Deck. So let's pull that one up. So a good device. So again, you can start with the software option. Next option is, as Marco has mentioned, uh, you can use essentially what's called the Stream Deck. <clears throat> okay. And, and maybe, maybe yeah. I will showcase because there's something. Uh, Elgato came last, I think it was last week. Yeah, last week. 15th. Yeah, last Thursday. Yeah. They came with uh, new uh, products. Yes. Okay. One of the new products will be a new Stream Deck. Yeah. Okay. And let me. Let so let's me do this. Bring... Let's pull up the Amazon page first so you can show people. Let's show people what the Stream Deck is if they're not familiar with that. <clears throat> so one of the one of the options to use for a video switcher is essentially what's called a Stream Deck. And it looks like this. And there are various models for this. There is. Uh, there's, there's a 15 key button one. Uh, there is the next generation one that's 15 keys as well. I think that's $150. And then there's a 32 key and there's even a six key. And then if you happen to have a smartphone or a tablet, there's also software as well. You can get for these. So this is the stream deck. Okay. So Marco, what, what can this do for me? Well, it can easy your uh, uh, framework when workflow when you're uh, working on the your live stream okay and also this is a creativity improver because with so many options your creativity start rising yeah <laughs> giving you ideas about for instance uh, I was uh, I, I came with the sound effects my broadcasts mm -hmm. uh, background music, um, different camera angles, okay, and scenes, and this is something interesting. Also, with this new uh, generation, this cover you're seeing now, okay, okay, okay. Let let me let me change it. Okay. So so the stream deck. Okay. So the bottom line is so stream deck. It's sort of an unofficial video switcher, right? So it works yes. with some software. 
uh, where you can switch between different video sources. Um, you can also use it to control applications. You can use it to control your audio. Um, it can control, for example, your mics. Um, let's see what else. Uh, you can switch camera angles. You can bring up animations. You can have it enter text automatically for you. Um, let's see what else. Uh, you can open certain websites. You can uh, basically get access to all the hotkeys if a piece of software offers that. So Stream Deck, that is definitely Absolutely. an option. Now, do you have an example of this? Like, do you actually have one of these set up where you can do some camera switching? Yes, I can do that. So let's put Marco full screen here and let him show okay, you. So as, here he is with his Stream Deck. Look at this. <laughs> here you go. Okay, so this is my scene deck. Okay, I have here the, the button to come to the main menu. I, I only have four different uh, decks or uh, okay. sub-decks. Okay. This is the sound effect. Okay, okay. when okay. I... <laughs> For instance, now also I have these background musics. Okay, and back and a voice modificator and that's... How it works, okay. uh, but for me this this uh, uh, possibility to to change scenes it's really nice because for instance when I want to show okay let me sh let me show you how this mixer works how let me show you how the stream deck works it's really good because it's easy to change okay I change from cam to cam yeah. in a really easy way so that's why I love this Very stream cool. deck and also it's really easy to set yeah okay it's almost drag and drop. Oh, it, it is almost drag and drop. It literally is drag okay. and drop. You're right. Yeah. And so it's easy to, to set. And also this new model yeah. will be, will be with possible to change the, the the cover. Okay. I don't know if you remind those Nokia 3310. Yes. Yes. I remember these. Yes. Where you, you, you could, <laughs> could snap uh, off the camera. The, <laughs> the, yeah. Okay. So with this one, with this stream deck, you can do that as well. Okay, so and also because they they are coming with a an XLR mixer like the Go XLR. Well, it's it's more simple. Okay, and they also can change the cover, so you can put them uh, together with the same uh, appearance, which would be something. Well, okay, because we know how important appearance are for so many people, live streamers, and so so having a, a customized <laughs> stream deck. <laughs> could make a difference for uh, so many people. Yeah. So speaking of, okay, so this is the this is the new model of the Stream Deck Marco was talking about. So you could, honestly, you could get any of the Stream Decks, but it really, I think the key things are going to be how much you're going to actually need to, um, how much you're going to actually need to use the Stream Deck. So for example, they have a base model. It's, you know, six keys. It's only $70. Uh, but personally, I would recommend getting one of the, the um, I'd either get the old model of the Stream Deck or the new 15 key one. Either one is a good option. Uh, they're $129 and $149 um, for, you know, for using that as a, a switcher. And there's a ton of views. There's, I think, over, make sure I got those numbers right. Uh, 10,000 10, reviews, give it five stars. Pretty awesome, actually. Um, so, you know, and so I guess the big difference is for the 15 key one, it's $130 versus $150 for the current generation one that just came out. The real differences, by the way, and I do want to highlight these. Thanks a lot, NLTMW, who also commented uh, that the best features 
on the new model is the detachable USB cord. That's the first thing. It also yeah. is USB-C. So if you're using a USB-C port on your computer, this plugs right into that. Uh, he can also do some 3D printing. By the way, NLTMW, we should chat. <laughs> I have some NL, I have some 3D printed uh, option or questions for you, I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that, so there's uh, and just a couple other highlights. There's a, a 15 key. There's an XL one, which has 32 buttons. And then there's an iPhone app. So I think really you need to kind of look at it and say, what will I use now? And what might I use down the road? Because for example, if you got the six key, cause you're like, Oh, I never need 15. Well, you should at least then start with a 15. And if you're like at the 15, you're like, well, I may not need the 32. Just think about it long-term because it's 32 buttons. You don't have to use all of them, but it gives you room to expand as well. Um, you know, and there's another great comment by the way here about, uh, people having needs versus wants. Um, I would say this, <laughs> yeah. you have to look at the amount of time that it can save you because, you know, if you find yourself like, I'll give you an example. There was, uh, for example, I use one of these and I don't necessarily use it for all of my video switching, but what I primarily use it for are, you know, I can program the button to do certain things. So for example, if I ever want to like add my signature to like a YouTube video, I have that set up as a button that I can push and it'll automatically bring in the signature every time. So I don't have to type it out all the time. So it can save you a lot of time. So it's not just for uh, being a video switcher. It can do video switching, but it can also do a lot more. So you kind of need to think about it like that. But that is a really good base option. I mean, $125, even $70 for the six button one. Uh, so that so that's an option for a video switcher. Okay, so the next one I want to talk about is the Feel World uh, Live Pro. Marco, can you bring that one up for me? So there, there obviously there are lots and lots and lots of options for live video switchers. Uh, we're just highlighting some of the best ones, I think. Um, and by the way, uh, Art, uh, RVing with G here saying, you know, I do boring five hour lives. That That's another thing <laughs> that like you can use the Stream Deck for. You can enhance your live streams. So it's not just by adding other camera angles. You can also incorporate sound effects. Uh, you can also incorporate, you know, just other little fun elements. Um, you could use it to bring up certain images depending on the software you're using, things like that as well. Um, so that's a great Excellent. comment. So I'm going to go and bring up the next one we were going to talk about. And so this is, I think, our third one, I guess, Marco, right? This is the uh, Feel World Live Pro uh, for HDMI multi-format video mixer switcher. So this one, you know, as you can, hopefully, if you're, if you're watching us live, as you can see here, what this one does is it gives you the ability to have four cameras, switch between them, and there's actually a little knob in the middle or a slider, I guess. Um, and, and that basically allows you to control the fade from one camera to the next. So for those of you who want to be able to, you know, switch between different cameras, uh, this is this one has a, a, a great preview window. Um, it supports HDMI cameras. <clears throat> and overall, it's it's a very good model uh, for video switchers. It's also very low budget at just about $300 here. Marco, do you want to add anything about this one? Well, I think it's a good a good way to start, okay. And for cameras, I think it's it's good enough. <laughs> yeah. And and also instead of and we we can think about this uh, video captured card. It's around one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. So if you want to to buy four, <laughs> you will spend 
six hundred dollars. So that, that I think is, it's, yeah, it's a very good math to do. <laughs> that is a very good point, actually. So the point Marco is trying to make here is that you know, and, and I have this in the carousel, by the way. So with a lot of these hardware video switchers, you don't need essentially a capture card. So that's a big difference here. So for this device, this is a $300 device and it gives me the ability to have, was it four cameras and then there's an output. So, and, and these cameras don't have to just be actual cameras. It could be a camera, a computer, another camera, a laptop, a tablet, a phone, anything that can be connected via HDMI into the switcher. And then you can quickly switch between all of those different elements. Um, so what's great about this is with this, I just plug in one cable from my computer and HDMI cable into the video switcher, in this case, the Feel World uh, Live Pro. And then what this is gonna allow me to do, it's gonna allow me to easily switch between my videos. Now, if I didn't have this and I just wanted to plug a camera into my computer, I would have to pay $150 for just a capture card, meaning it just literally connects to my computer. It does the conversion of the camera into the computer. And so it's $150 just for that single capture card. Whereas these switchers for $300, I'm actually getting the ability to do a capture card. So I don't actually need an additional capture card, which is nice. And this one actually is like less money. So it's like 5% off. So it's like 280 bucks. So that's a very good option there. Um, if you're somebody who wants to get into a video switcher and you know has a, a really good quality switcher here as well. Um, another point that I also wanna make by the way, uh, is that this is like, and I'm gonna uh, highlight uh, our friend Coffee Talk and Tech who's also tuning in. The big benefit is the small preview window. Yeah, because the way the Feel World Live Pro works is that on the top, there's a tiny LCD screen. However, the benefit here is that you don't have to buy a second screen to plug into this to be able to see what your program is gonna look like when you push it live. This has it built into this really tiny uh, screen. So uh, excellent, excellent, excellent point. I wanna thank uh, Coffee Talking Tech for highlighting that. Um, and then the other thing, and I think this is really another good point uh, for Coffee Talking Tech, he's saying, uh, and actually, sorry, I think he was talking about the um, Stream Deck, uh, but he was talking about like, you know, part of it's the screen, but then you can also bring in a mobile device as well into this. So you just have to plug a mobile device in and you'll be able to bring whatever's on your phone into your live stream or your tablet or pretty much anything that you have. Like say you want a presentation or any of that stuff, you just put it pretty much into this device via HDMI and then have one output to your computer. So super awesome product. Marco, what else do you want to add here? Well, I don't think there's much to, to add. It's it's just a, a simple way and also... and this is also important mainly for people who are starting in live streaming it doesn't have that that amount of buttons like the the anthem mini or something that you <laughs> if you're not used and you're nervous starting things if you have too much too many buttons in front of you you may get overwhelmed and confused and this one it's really straightforward yeah. just f four buttons this slider and that's it I think it's something that we should have in mind as well. If you don't want want to get overwhelmed and have a, a nice and easy process, this is the the device. That is an excellent point, actually. So it's got a volume control. Uh, it's got an effects button. 
So the effects are gonna basically change the fade between the different cameras. So you're gonna have things like, uh, you're gonna have probably some, uh, let's see, I think you're gonna have a little, uh, maybe a little tilt. Let's see, you're gonna have, um, what else do you have there? Uh, it looks like you got maybe maybe some whip, some pan, some tilting maybe. Uh, between. So basically it's adding a transition between your camera switching. So that way you're not doing a hard cut usually. Um, that's, it's also got the T-bar there, so you can switch between, you can change the amount of fade, for example, that goes across that, or how much effect gets applied. Uh, there's a volume control, a very basic menu option, there's a, um, a push option, so then to push it live, and then you've just got uh, a couple of inputs to switch between, that's it. So, uh, very good option for uh, live video switching. Okay, Marco, where do, what else is next? What other um, video switchers should we look at? I think I, I mentioned them, <laughs> the Atom Mini, I think. Yeah, so what So um, what about the Atom Mini? Like, there's a bunch of different models. I know that, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. I think, first of all, it's to talk about Blackmagic. It's one of the most amazing brands when we talk about video. Okay. They have these amazing hardwares from uh, mixers, cameras, and also they have one of the most amazing video editors. <laughs> okay, yeah. In, the DaVinci yeah. Resolve, yeah. which mm -hmm. it's also a, an amazing, okay, I think it's not a, a, a video edit, it's a, a video suit <laughs> because it's, it's not just a vet about uh, video editing. Okay, so maybe talk a little bit about the, the mini HDMI. This the cheapest one. Definitely, yeah. So um, Atom makes so Atom is a company from Black or companies called Black Magic, and they make video switchers, and they make quite a few of them. Um, they make basically, I'd say, ones for pretty much all different like budgets, or I'd say most budgets. Maybe we should say most budgets. And so uh, one of the first ones they make, uh, it's the Atom. You know, it's just the standard Atom Mini. And uh, this one has four camera inputs. So you can, you know, there, as you can see, it's very similar to the other one we talked about. It's got four camera inputs. I don't know if you can zoom in on that, Marco. Yeah, so you've got, I mean, very simple. You've got a power button, you've got an ethernet cable, uh, you've got a USB output, which basically allows you to connect it to like a computer, for example. Uh, there's also an HDMI output that allows you to put it on a monitor so you can see what the shot's gonna look like before you push it live. You can also see what each of the cameras look like. Um, and then in addition to that, there are four HDMI uh, inputs. And as I mentioned, th these all pretty much work the same. You have all these different HDMI inputs. And then in addition to that, there's a couple of mic options and they make it super easy again to switch between different cameras or devices in a sense. So. Um, this one, for example, this one particular model, uh, in addition to having the ability to you know, be inputs for, for different cameras and devices and things like that, uh, this one also has your standard effects that you can add. Uh, but in addition to that, it's also got picture-in-picture -picture built in as well. So if you've ever wanted to have you know, multiple, you know, more than one of you on screen, for example, you can actually do that. And let me see if I can actually, yeah, here. I'm actually going to, I'm going to put myself full screen real quick, Marco, and we'll talk about this. Go for it. <laughs> so here I am. Uh, I'm, I'm full screen. And then, so I'm just going to turn the picture in picture on, on the A10 mini. 
And as you can see now, I am in the top corner. So, and I can easily just move this or reposition it depending on, for example, what my live stream is going to look like. Uh, in this case, for example, I put in the top left and I have to kind of think about, okay, when I do that, it's getting covered up by like the clock, for example, that might be on my software. Uh, I could put it in the lower left, but that's getting covered up by the lower third or the lower right or the top right. So it really depends on um, where, you know, where you kind of want to position yourself. But the good thing is it has the picture in picture feature built in. And this can become things where, for example, I'm going to, I'm going to go push this button. It's going to go black, uh, but I could, for example, go black and then I could set what these different cameras are going to look like. So for example, one could be, um, I could be showing something on screen and still be in picture in picture mode talking about it, for example. So that is another option that you can use uh, for like the ATEM Mini. Now that's the base ATEM Mini marker, right? And that one's $300, right? Mm -hmm. um, yes. And then there's some additional ones as well. So there's a $300 ATEM Mini. What other ones? Uh, let's see, let me find the other one they have. And I've, I dropped and them all I in the carousel. Yeah, go ahead. I want, I want to highlight something that uh, happened with you was that uh, when you made the picture in picture with the, the, the small image at the bottom. Yeah. It's that you, you got covered by the banners. Okay. And this is something that uh, we, we should think as well. And because, for instance, the other day I saw someone doing a live show and when he went to picture in picture, he got covered as well by, for instance, a logo. Okay, so have in mind that when you're using more than one camera, when you're changing these angles, when you're having these different options, try them before going live. Okay, so you can see, make the previews, look at the previews properly because uh, to avoid this kind of situation that... Uh, don't look good. Have this in mind as well, because if you, for instance, and the, the funny thing about that that broadcast I, I I saw was that he had the Amazon logo, and he he felt <laughs> in the Amazon logo his face, and that uh, arrow, that curved arrow, was on under his nose, and it was like a mustache. It seemed like Salvador Dali. <laughs> okay so yeah, <laughs> yeah believe me <laughs> so so uh, be be careful about uh, when you use these different angles because you may have other graphic elements in the screen and they may get overlap and <laughs> maybe this could be not the best option definitely yeah and uh, so in addition to the base a to mini by the way I just want to talk about some of the other ATIM models. So they make the ATIM Mini. And that, like I mentioned, that's like super basic. Like there's not a whole lot to it. Literally, it's just a camera switcher. And so they make the um, the ATIM Mini. And that one's about $300. Um, you are going to need to bring a monitor, for example, or hook a little small monitor with this. Um, but a couple other things about that particular model. Um, in addition to, uh, so, so when you have the... Um, the eight to mini model. In addition to, uh, as we mentioned, the four HDMI outputs, uh, it's got uh, a webcam output, an HDMI output. It's got a, a Fairlight audio mixer built in. They have some software that comes with it. It'll work with that. It has the ability to also create lower thirds and you can bring them on screen as well 
directly from the ATEM uh, using some of the software. Um, in addition to that, it comes with their free software. Then there's the next step up, and that's the ones that are $600 to $800. It's the ATEM Mini Pro. And the ATEM Mini Pro, uh, basically what this does is it's all the same features of the ATEM Mini, but it's adding a cool function, which is the ability to record directly to a USB flash drive. So, uh, and let me see. I think Margo's got this one pulled up. Yep. So this is the ATEM Mini Pro. And this one, it, you know, as you can see, it's going to, let's go to the main picture of it. So really the only difference here is that this one on the right-hand side, it's got that additional set of buttons at the top, the recording buttons. So for example, you can use it as a keyer, meaning you can use this to key out the background. Um, you can also use it to record directly to your uh, USB flash drive, for example, in H.264. So you can be streaming and actually recording directly as well. Um, it's got multi-view with four cameras as well. So multi-view is going to uh, show you what your screen is going to look like. Um, you can preview and program basically everything that's going to go out. And then also it's got the recording status and you can stream and whatnot with it. So that's going to be ATEM Mini Pro, uh, preferably the Pro ISO. So the ISO is going to have the recordings. So um, so definitely go and check those out. That's the ATEM Mini, uh, ATEM Mini Pro. And then obviously the step up is the ISO model. Basically it's the... Uh, it records five H.264 video streams in real time. So basically what it does is it records all the camera switching you're doing into a final project. And then it gives you a project file so that when you're finished, you can go and adjust your edits, remix your uh, audio. You can even do color correction on it if you want to. So that's the, the ISO models. Now let's get into the last one, Marco. So basically it goes 300, about 500, about $600. 800 and then it gets to the maybe we should call it the granddaddy i think is that what we call it marco <laughs> yeah <laughs> and this other one i mean it's it's literally a full-on keyboard it's 1300 marco if you could bring up the uh, atom mini pro iso extreme okay and by the way uh again coffee talk and text bringing up that uh you can record on a usb stick Again, you do need the, let's see, you do need at least, well, all the ISO models obviously have that, obviously, um, but the, the Mini Pro would actually do it too, actually. So uh, it gives you um, a lot of good function, really good functionality. And then as Marco and I mentioned, there is a granddaddy and this one's expensive, but there's a reason why it's expensive. It's $1,300. And what this one basically does is if you kind of look at it like this, it doubles the number of like, I mean, it literally is two ATEM Mini Pros put together. So it's got, I think, eight cameras. Uh, but in addition to that, it also has, uh, let's see. So this one has uh, up to eight cameras. It can record nine separate. Uh, sorry, if you get the ISO model. Um, it can do some some additional recording on it, but let me see something. So if you get the extreme, which the extreme basically is their their big extra large model. Um, so basically, this advanced switcher can uh, give you all the same features as the ATEM Mini uh, Pro, plus eight HDMI inputs, two HDMI output. Meaning you can have one as a program monitor, so you can see it, and one to like a TV, so you can actually push it to a TV. Uh, it's got two USB ports, a headphone connection. 
There's a four chroma keyers, six picture in picture DVE. So you can send different feeds to different things to media players, as well as multi-view with up to 16 views. So pretty crazy with this product. And as I mentioned, it's a, you might want to get a cable organizer with this thing because uh, you have so many cables. <laughs> but then if you step up to their Extreme Pro ISO, this is actually going to have uh, nine separate H20, uh, H.264 video streams. Uh, and then in addition, that's going to capture all of your uh, feeds, your input feeds, as well as the program video. So it's going to capture each individual feed and uh, the program video, meaning like what you're sending to live. And then also you're going to get the final project file as well. So you can go back and make some edits. So we got lots of options. Here. I mean, that one's uh, as our uh, viewer here is commenting. I mean, lots of tiny buttons. Absolutely. <laughs> There's so many buttons on this thing. I mean, it literally is just two of these put together. So, um, but I got to say, I mean, you, you kind of have to think about it because if I'm shelling out $800 for one of these, I need to make sure I have, you know, that it's going to be worth my, partly worth my time, but also partly like that I'm actually going to be able to get use out of it. Um, to Marco's point, if you're somebody who does a lot of live stream productions, getting a video switcher, especially something like this is extremely helpful because, you know, if you're on site, for example, you get so many inputs that you can, you know, really create some amazing productions uh, utilizing this product. Absolutely. And having in mind, as you mentioned, that uh, you want to reuse the content uh, later, it's good to have the different tracks recorded separately so you can uh, make different mixings and <laughs> editings uh, because sometimes we miss the, the, the best scene because we are were looking at other uh, scene. So having the whole material at the end, it's a good thing if you want to use the content, for instance, to make promo videos or to get some nuggets from the content you just got. Definitely, yeah. So um, by the way, we've got a question here from Greg. He's asking, what's the difference between the Mini and the Mini Pro? So I think you're talking about, let me see if I, so the Mini one is like the original model they came out with. It was about $300, uh, the Mini and the Mini Pro. So the let's just kind of look at it like this. The Mini Pro is getting all the same stuff that the Mini has. So the Mini has four converted HDMI inputs. It's got the webcam out, the HDMI out. It's also then got the audio mixer with EQ and dynamics, which is controlled by software. It's got the DVE for picture in picture. Uh, it's got transition effects. It's got the green screen chroma key, the 20 still media pool, uh, as well as the ATEM software. So that's the mini. So there's a lot packed in that mini. Now, the one thing that gets added is that, and maybe it shouldn't just say one, uh, you basically get recording direct to USB flash disks uh, in H.264. That's going to be uh, partly what you're going to get. Uh, there's direct streaming also via Ethernet to YouTube Live, as well as other uh, RTMP options as well, uh, if you want to do that. And then there's also on the mini, it gives you multi-view with four cameras, um, as well as the uh, media. So you can see what's coming up in the media player. You've got the preview option and the program option. Does that help? Hopefully that helps. Awesome. Greg says, thanks. So, yeah, so that's, I would say this. I mean, I think the prices are three hundred dollars. Uh, I think the Pro is like six. The and then it gets to the Pro ISO, which is eight hundred, and then it gets the Extreme. The Extreme basically is like two of these put together. Uh, the one benefit it has is got two outputs, whereas the A10 Mini and the A10 Mini Pro only have the at least the minimum, or at least the Mini Pro at least has the one output. 
Um, so that's something to kind of keep in mind. You are going to have to attach a monitor to these, but they're both very, very, very similar products. Um, personally, I would get, uh, if you don't need a recording, just get the ATEM Mini Pro, but it is nice. To, like, sorry, if you don't need the um, the ISO feature that the uh, that the ATEM Mini Pro ISO has, then I just get the ATEM Mini Pro. Um, it'll save you about 200 bucks. But yeah, that's really my, I mean, that's pretty awesome. It records five of the video feeds. That's really the big thing. If you go then up a step to the ATEM Mini Pro ISO, it's recording uh, five streams in real time. And then giving you a final project file with all the individual streams and obviously the, the final project file with everything. Okay, Marco, turn it back over to you. Um, where else do we go from here? What other uh, ATEM or what other, what other video switchers do we look at? Okay, we can have the talk a little bit about this loop deck as well because it's kind of similar to the stream deck. Okay, you have more options than just uh, controlling cameras. Okay. Okay, so so Marco's going to bring up the loop deck. Tell keep telling people about the loop deck. What is it exactly? Well, as it said, and for me, for me, the, as I mentioned when I talked about about um, oh my god, about the stream deck, stream deck, yeah. it's um, a kind of creative <laughs> tool, okay? Because there's this thing sometimes, and you should have this in mind when we we talk about live streaming, is that uh, entertaining need to be there as well. Okay, people, if we are just talking, 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 it's sometimes it's not enough. And so we need these uh, creative tools to bring more diversity, more things to our uh, live streams. And with this uh, tool as, uh, okay, this is, uh, you have more options, but you can bring different things like uh, video, uh, photos, Music and music. I like to bring music to my broadcasts because <laughs> to, to make them more uh, a little bit more entertaining. Okay, so with this you can do that. Okay, and uh, this is something you should have in mind as well when you have this kind of tools. Once you 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 get them, you will start thinking how can I use this, and this is something that for me it's interesting. Okay, because. Before that, I never thought of bringing sound effects, uh, bringing voice modificators to my to my broadcast. But then, when I got Stream Deck, I was I start thinking, how can I take more advantage of this? And I start looking at the features and making this this thing. And also, these kind of devices is not just to uh, use on. Uh, live stream. Okay, as you can see, you can integrate this with. Uh, Video editing, uh, for uh, image editing, so it's really versatile. So you can use this in so many options that then not just when you're talking about live streaming. And this for me, it's also uh, really important because I'm not a rich guy. Okay, so <laughs> I want to have this <laughs> Swiss Army knives all the times. Yeah, and so. Uh, you know, a couple of things about like the loop deck. So there's the loop deck and there, there's the loop deck creative tool. It's about $550. There's also the loop deck live as well uh, that we also have highlighted. And the benefit here is this can be used as a switcher. So you can tap into some of the native integrations that it offers. 
But then what it also can do uh, is you can use it to bring in um, various alerts, things like that on your live streams. So it's not just, hey, I'm bringing on, you know, I'm using it to like use shortcuts and things like that to certain uh, programs. I can also use it for some other things as well. Um, so I, I I mean, this I, I look at it like this. This is essentially an alternative to the Stream Deck is what I look at it as. Like you can use it for uh, video switching. It doesn't have to be necessarily used for that. And it doesn't work with every program. So it's only going to work with certain ones. Um, for example, you've got, uh, you know, you've got OBS and you've got Streamlabs and uh, other solvers like that, that like allow you to bring in certain elements, for example, into your live streams. Um, so definitely, you know, I'd recommend checking out the Loop Deck. Again, there's a $550 model and then a $207 model as well. Um, if you're interested in uh, checking those out. Personally, you know, I went with the Stream Deck on this, uh, partly given the price. Uh, but the other thing also is, you know, like you you can use both these at once. Like you could use the Stream Deck for certain things and the Loop Deck could actually be something else that you have on your desk that just controls maybe your, your angles, for example, or use it if you're a graphic designer. So it's got lots and lots and lots of loads of potential here. Absolutely. Um, Marco, so let's do this. Let's bring up just a couple more. Let's talk, let's talk about like, let's see. Um, let's bring up one more video switcher. And then we're gonna talk about a couple of accessories real quick in terms of what you would need for, uh, for live streaming, some things to kind of think about. Um, a couple of things I want to mention, by the way, there are some expensive video switchers in this carousel. So, you know, there are one, I mean, I'm kind of thinking about our audience. I mean, actually, let's bring up the, bring up the YOLO live, actually YOLO box marker. Let's bring that one up. And so there are a lot of video switcher options. Uh, as I mentioned, a few of the ones we were talking about are a couple hundred dollars. So they're super easy to use. You literally just plug them into your computer and you don't need a capture card or things like that to be able to uh, bring in the video feed into your computer. You just plug everything into the, uh, like the ATEM Mini, for example, and it just works. Versus, you know, if you do go with some of these other expensive ones, we have like Blackmagic makes a $3,000 video switcher. And then there's also, um, you know, there's a Roland uh, V8HD switcher for $2,000. So as you can see, I mean, the prices can quickly escalate, but it really depends on what you're going to be doing with it and, you know, how much camera switching you really need. So one of the other ones we want to bring up, by the way, is this one. This is the YOLO Live uh, YOLO box. And this one is about $1,000. And, you know, and, um, you know, again, this is like, it's it's more on the higher end in terms of being a video switcher. Uh, but you know, it does have, it's about $900 actually. It's got quite a number of options. Um, it has, uh, let's see, what does this have? So it's got, I mean, I think for me, the big selling point for this kind of video switcher is the screen. What do you think, Marco? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you can literally put this on top of a camera if you want to, you know, if you go to that mm -hmm. second picture, I think you got Marco, let me see if you have the right one. Uh, you can literally put this on a screen, uh, sorry, on top of a camera um, and at that point, you can easily uh, see what's going on. And then it's a touch screen. So you're basically, you're paying for some of the technology. This one is a little more expensive. So, uh, but it has uh, HDMI options. It's got USB. It's got line in. It's got local video. Um, touch screen, as I mentioned. Uh, you can bring up different and controls. Recording. Yeah, it's got recording. Um, it's got, as I mentioned, HDMI. Plenty of HDMI cables. 
Uh, it's got the ability to even do, for example, there's a cellular connection on this thing as well. So if you're like, hey, I need to like travel with this thing, this thing's got you covered. Uh, again, you are paying a price for it, but it's a very good option. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And by the way, um, and, and LTMW didn't miss your comment, but I am going to bring it up here in a second. Uh, but, you know, again, the YOLO live YOLO box, very good option for live streaming, um, given just given all of the options that it, it can offer you. So uh, I'd strongly recommend checking out something like that as well. Again, if your budget allows it, like if you're just getting started with this, personally, I'd probably get the ATEM Mini or the Stream Deck. Those would be my top choices. Um, Absolutely. So, so this is the YOLO Live YOLO box. Uh, Marco, what else you want to add about this one? Anything? Well, um, as, as you as you mentioned, this uh, visual thing to 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 manage it, it's something interesting, and also it allows you, as you can see here, to go live in the in the platforms. Okay, so you don't have to set a software uh, elsewhere. It's it's there, and yeah. this is also that will ease your process as well. Definitely, yeah, and that's the key thing about video switchers is that video switchers are designed to help you help enhance your broadcast, make it easier for you to do things. So, you know, they're not supposed to be complicated. You know, it's literally a box that sits there, you connect the cameras to it, and you push a couple of buttons. And then on screen, it's going to allow you to do some of these things. And the great thing about it is, uh, for example, like I'm using the ATEM Mini right now, and I use it in conjunction with, Stream oh, with StreamYard. Um, and the benefit for me is that it literally sits on my desk. You know, I actually have the stream deck here as well with it. And, you know, it's it's what all my my camera feeds all go into the ATEM Mini so that then, for example, if I wanted that picture in picture feature, I could easily just push that one button and turn it on, change the placement and things like that. You know, hopefully you all can see that on screen here. Um, so I can add picture in picture. For example, I can switch cameras. So if I ever want to demo, like here's how I do this on a tablet, I can have the tablet screen brought right up and interact with the tablet. Um, you can use it for switching, you know, as I mentioned, switching between various video cameras. So if I have multiple HDMI cameras, I can plug those in. Now, one thing I want to mention about just, I, I think actually every one of these switchers, you cannot take a webcam and use it with a switcher <laughs> because the switcher does not have the ability to take in a USB, uh, camera input into the switcher, uh, and then basically convert it. It doesn't do that. So yeah. you do have to have a real mirrorless camera, DSLR camera, uh, for example, Concordia. preferably one that has clean HDMI, meaning there's not going to be all that ar the artifacts or, you know, like the battery life and the ISO and the <laughs> F-stop and things like that on your screen. So you are going to want to get, you know, a mirrorless camera, maybe a Sony uh, A6100 or a, uh, a Canon M50 Mark II. Those are all great cameras. Uh, those you pretty much just plug them directly in and then, that's pretty much controlling all your video. Absolutely. Well, if if you want to use uh, this kind of devices with webcams, my recommendation, use OBS, okay? Create the scenes and then put the, the scenes on uh, Stream Deck, okay? And then you can work from that uh, because I have two webcams working on my Stream Deck, but it's, it's the best option. This uh, other kind of devices plugged by HDMI are not <laughs> the, the thing. So if you want to use your, if you don't want to go, to spend too much money or if you already have uh, more than one uh, webcam and you want to use also this video switcher, 
use the Stream Deck with OBS, for instance. OBS is for free. Stream Deck, it's a very affordable option for you. So you can uh, synchronize the, the scenes from OBS to Stream Deck, and then you can change, the, change them on uh, Stream Deck. So this is the, the workaround that you need to do if you want to use your webcams in this with a switcher. Excellent point. So as I mentioned, there are lots and lots and lots of other options for video switchers. I know right now we talked about the Stream Deck. We talked about all of the ATEM Mini Pro models. Uh, we talked about the YOLO Live YOLO box. We talked about the Feel World, Feel World Live Pro. In addition to that, the um, C-Tech. C-Tech makes a switcher. Uh, theirs is basically, uh, it's built into a monitor. In addition to the C-Tech model, we also have some much more expensive ones and ones that are not as portable, by the way. Um, you know, there's Blackmagic design that are like $3,000. Um, there's even, uh, you know, if you want something a little lesser price, there's a Roland uh, professional switcher as well. That one I think is $1,000. So we go from $3,000, $1,000, you know, an AV matrix, for example, that's about $2,000. You know, one of the big, I think, takeaways for you if you're buying a switcher is, look at kind of what you're going to use it for. And here's the thing. Don't be afraid. Like don't be afraid to buy, for example, the ATEM mini, use the ATEM mini, get as much life out of it and then upgrade to something else. Cause there's, you can always either repurpose it or uh, you can, you know, use it for certain projects, uh, things like that. So, so all this stuff kind of really works really well. It's not like it's going to be outdated because it literally is just a video switcher and they don't change very often. And by the way, they don't even keep this in mind. They most don't even stream to 4k. Most are like HD quality. So you're not even going to go the 4k route. Now, what I want to do real quick is I want to talk about some of the other miscellaneous things you're going to want to get with this sort of thing. So, you know, I'm not going to have Marker's not going to bring some of these items up. Uh, but what we're going to talk about, like the first thing I think I would recommend getting, if you're buying a switcher, a video switcher, make sure you buy some HDMI cables. And, you know, the one thing I want to make sure that we talk about here, let me just find the product. I just had some cables for you all. Okay. So one thing you want to make sure when you're buying an HDMI cable is that you buy a cable that can work with the distance that you need to run the video feed. <laughs> so don't just buy an HDMI cable, for example, just because, hey, it's five bucks. Buy something that can work uh, given the direction you need, for example. So, you know, some of these cables, like it's a six foot long cable. Like if you need to run, for example, a video feed a certain distance, you need a specific cable that can support that. So it's not like, oh, I'll take a bunch of six foot cables and string them together. I need to make sure I buy enough length in that cable. And then that cable can actually work the distance that I need. So not all HDMI cables are created equal. Uh, again, um, that's the first thing. Second thing. You don't need a capture card, for example, if you're buying one of these uh, video switchers, for example, the ATEM Mini, because it does all the conversion for you. So instead of paying $150 for some of these capture cards, uh, you could buy, for example, the $300 ATEM Mini, which is a basic video switcher. And you save, you actually get four inputs and you save yourself quite a bit of money because, you know, if you bought two of the, uh, if you bought two of the Camlink, uh, yes. Uh, if, if you bought two of the Elgato cam links, that would yes. cost you the price of just one of those switchers. So you kind of have to keep that in mind. Yeah, absolutely. It's around $150 each. Yeah. So 
It's so, $300. So you're going to need HDMI cables. You're going to need HDMI cables for connecting your switcher to your computer and then having uh, also every single camera needs its own HDMI cable. And don't get into the habit of like, oh, well, I'll borrow this one from this and that one. Buy one that is specific for just running the video feed. A lot of people, you know, they try to like, you know, take some shortcuts. That's not a smart shortcut. Use just the one cable for running your camera, for example. Uh, a couple other things I want to highlight that you also should check out. So you are going to need very likely a cam link if you don't want to go the video switcher route and you just want to like have, you know, a couple of cameras hooked into your computer. You can do this, but it isn't. I, I can tell you right now it, it'll work, but the results might not be that great. And the reason I say this is because, well, let me actually find these. So, so you can go and buy, like, for example, if you know you're going to have two cameras and you need to hook them, hook them into your one computer, uh, you can go buy this two pack of uh, Elgato CamLink 4Ks. They're $280. Again, price is about the same if you buy them individually. In this case, you're just buying two. So you could buy the Elgato CamLink two pack, and this is going to allow you uh, to plug into your USB port on your computer. Uh, by the way, if you do need to have a USB-C option, you're going to need an adapter. And then you're going to have the HDMI input. Uh, you're going to have it going from your camera into the cam link. And that'll be one camera. And then that'll show up on your computer. Um, if you need a second camera and you happen to have multiple USB ports, plug them directly into the computer, by the way. Don't go into a hub or anything like that that's not powered. A lot of times they can't support all that. Absolutely. Um, so you're going to want something like that. Uh, there are other options, by the way, for uh, for if you need, you know, a capture card. There is a seventeen dollar option. I don't know. Have you ch- tested out these, Marco? Personally, I stick to just the name brand ones when it comes to capture cards. Well, I I have one. <laughs> okay. I bought one inexpensive. I I have it somewhere here. I think I it was around twenty two dollars or something, and it was not bad, you know. <laughs> but but lately I changed to this. Uh, capture card from Elgato, the HD60S. Yeah. Which is, it's a different thing. <laughs> so I, I think if I'm going to buy a capture card, I'm going to make sure I buy the more expensive one. You can probably buy the cheap one. It'll probably work, but I don't know how for how long. It may not work very long. So yeah, absolutely. keep that in mind, you know, but you are going to need a capture card. If you decide you don't want to go the route of the video switcher, uh, when you really do the math, it makes more sense to just buy the video switcher. Um, and then a couple other items I really want to highlight just really quickly. So obviously you need, uh, let's talk audio real quick. So the way I typically run my audio is even though I can plug it directly into the ATEM mini pro, for example, what I like to do is I run my audio separate from my video. And so I'm going to use that. I'm going to use something like what Marco is showing here, the roadcaster pro. That's a very good option. Uh, for a video switcher uh, to use with a video switcher, actually. So you can use the Rodecaster Pro for just your audio. That plugs into your one USB port on your computer. And then the switcher plugs into another USB port. And that's just for controlling your cameras. So I kind of use those as uh, a pair and, you know, and and work that way versus putting everything into the ATEM Mini Pro. Uh, because, well, for starters, I like to keep my audio and my video separate. That's also, by the way, a benefit to getting, you know, one of the ATEM Mini Pros that does the recordings. It captures all your video sources and the final feed. So then you can go back and remix them and do whatever you want with it. And all your stuff is separate and you have the ability to do 
any sort of controls you need having things separate. So there's the Rodecaster Pro, um, a couple other audio options. You may check out the Zoom PodTrack P8. That's, uh, it's about six to $700. And then if you want to go, you know, low budget, you could get the Zoom PodTrack P4, which is $230. And what that's going to do, that's the one off to the right, I think, Marco. That's going to give you, you know, a portable way to feed your audio in, uh, but it's not going to cost as much money. So uh, very, very, very good options there. Um, and then I think the last thing I want to highlight really is that when you're getting, you know, a video switcher, you want to make sure you also get yourself actually, and sorry, one other audio piece I'd check out. I'd even check out the Go XLR, by the way. If you're a PC user, this is a very good uh, audio option as well. So it's a good uh, interface. You plug this in your computer and you can um, you can make some adjustments to like your reverb and things like that on the, uh, the sound. It's not a video switcher, by the way. Uh, it's just for the audio feature. So that's the Go XLR. Uh, and then the last piece I would tell everybody is, always wear headphones when live streaming. So when you are live <laughs> streaming, I mean, there's lots of options. You don't have to go with expensive headphones, but two options I really like. I like the Shure SE215s. I'm gonna have Marco pull those up real quick. So these are the Shure SE215s. They're $100 and they basically go in your ear and they basically then just create that nice and low profile. You know, if you're not going to be on camera, you don't need something like this. But if you're going to be doing any live streaming and you want to have that professional look, uh, you know, for example, I'm wearing these right now. As you can see, you can kind of see that I have these in, but you can't really see them. So that's an option you can go with. And then if you want to go with something even, you know, lower cost, uh, you could always look at the Mi Audio M6s. These are also really good options as well. Um, the Mi Audio M6s are, how much are these, Marco? The, the press doesn't appear on my side. <laughs> so they're about $16, by the way. So if you want something similar, you know, not as good, but they will get the job done. Get yourself a pair of the Mi Audio M6s. They're $16. Uh, you know, again, headphones for keeping all of your audio, you know, out of the mix of things. So absolutely. Is there anything else you want to add or does anybody else have questions uh, on well, this? Well, I, 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 I want to add something just because uh, yesterday we talked about this topic on other conversation. Mm -hmm. It was, um, and uh, about this, uh, precisely about this in-ear monitor, uh, earbuds uh, kind of uh, headphones, is that, for instance, if you're wearing a suit and a tie and a, a good shirt, it, it's not good to wear... Um, big headphones because it, it doesn't mix it, it doesn't match okay it doesn't match it doesn't look good and with this kind of earphones it doesn't matter uh, your tone it doesn't matter how how you're dressing your outfit because they they are so low profile that they can it's kind of this kind of uh, earphones is the new black yeah. because it goes well everywhere excellent point yeah and um just a, a couple of quick points here, by the way. I just want to highlight just a couple comments from the community. Uh, for those of you who want to run uh, the, a distance further for a camera, I want to thank uh, my friend Coffee Talk and Tech here for chiming in. If you go with fiber HDMI, you can take the distance further, then use a small rig adapter for the camera side uh, for the mini or micro sizing. So yeah, so you can go with, like again, it's about getting the right kind of cable for the job. Don't just buy 
an HDMI cable because, hey, it says HDMI on it. You got to know what the job is and what you're looking to accomplish with it. Um, in addition to that, I want to also highlight another friend, NLTMW, is mentioning uh, he's using a $20 clone and a real CamLink 4K uh, for his uh, cameras. So NLTMW, I'd love to know uh, the $20 clone and the real CamLink 4K. You know, have you had any issues with the uh, the clone one? How how has that worked out for you? Um, has it been a good experience? Do you recommend getting the clone maybe as a backup and using the real CamLink? What's your take on that? And then one last comment. We just talked about headphones, you know, and the the Mi sixes. You know, again, it's not a visual distraction. It's wired because we also we always recommend wired, not Bluetooth. And low budget. You could buy a couple of pairs. These you could actually buy more than a couple of pairs if you wanted to replace or you wanted to have like a bunch of backups or you wanted to have like five or six pairs of the same pair. So um, definitely go check those out. Uh, but with it, is there anything else you want to add, Marco? No, I think I think we covered everything and uh, this. The last topic, the wired <laughs> headphones, it's yeah. important. And also, and I think uh, two key points, it's uh, think why and the the use you're going to give to the switcher, okay? Which kind of live streams will you have so you can match the your needs with the right device and also have in mind the budget because this is something that it's important we because we have a broader <laughs> yeah. option so have this in mind and also don't go to ship things okay it's like right. kind of i want to i want to you you bought you buy a, a expensive camera and then you you buy a ship hdmi cables okay uh -huh. okay it's kind of having a Ferrari and put water instead of gasoline. Okay. okay. So it's, it doesn't make much sense and it doesn't work anyway. No, excellent point. Yeah. And um, just kind of echo that sentiment there, you know, for example, you get what you pay for in a way. So you don't have to buy the name brand stuff, but you know, here's the thing. A lot of people in the, in the, in the industry, you know, they're using the same kinds of products. They're not, you know, they're not going off the cuff and like just getting a random one. They're going with something that is, uh, you know, of, of high, of good quality. And the reason I say that is because you got to also remember, if you're going to be using this for a job, let's say, for example, you're doing live production for somebody and you buy, you know, a, and you're the one bringing all the gear and all that sort of stuff. And you buy a video switcher, for example, you know, and you're kind of like band-aiding everything together. That's not necessarily the best approach to take. Maybe, maybe you want to instead, you know, make sure you, you can come in and say, well, Hey, you know what? I can tell the client I can support X type of work for them because, you know, Hey, I didn't buy the, you know, the one that just switches between two cameras. I bought the one that switches between eight cameras. For example, you may never need it or you may not need it at the beginning, but you may have clients that's, you know, certain ones that are going to want that. So you kind of have to think about the situation with which you're going to use your video switcher. For the most part, people are going to want to get that eight to mini pro, you know, that's a fantastic product, uh, great value built into that product. Cause you also have to look at it like this. If I spend $300 on just that product, I don't need to buy a capture card as well. And that's $150 versus if I just said, Hey, I'm going to buy that camera. Then I need to buy $150 capture card. And then I may have other cameras 
and that switcher is going to allow you to do that. So it really comes down to the usefulness, you know, based on what your application is. So with that, uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in uh, to what is essentially uh, episode 80 of the Launcher Live uh, podcast and Amazon Live show, where we talked about video switchers. We talked about uh switchers to basically make it easy for you to switch angles, uh, switchers to be able to bring in not just, you know, a different camera view, but maybe even an iPad or uh, a Samsung tablet or a mobile device so that you can enhance your live streams or you can offer additional options to your clients or people you're working with. Um, but, you know, again, if you're watching this, uh, thanks a lot for tuning in. Uh, do us a favor follow us, let us know what other topics you want to hear us talk about in terms of live streaming. And then, you know, if you're somebody who's listening to the podcast, uh, the audio version of this, you can always just go to launch your dot live forward slash EP eight zero. And you're going to be able at that point to see the video where we talk about all these different products. You can see what we're talking about, but I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, remember if you need help with your live streams, uh, just contact us for a consultation at Launcher Live on all your favorite social platforms. Uh, and for more information, again, just go to launcher.live slash EP80. We'll see you all on a future episode. Thanks a lot, everyone. Bye. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.